0: Welcome to the Kingdom Life Coaching Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Nilsson, speaker, author, and yes, life coach. We live in a noisy world with a million external influences vying for our attention. This is the space where we can quiet the noise, sort out our thoughts through honest conversation, and discover what it looks like to take aligned, faith filled action in a world of endless possibilities. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode. I'm your host, Megan Nilsen, and I am so honored that you are here with me today. We are on a journey. We are on a spiritual and practical journey of paying attention to what we're paying attention to. If you've listened to any of these episodes, you know that I'm a big, big, big super fan of Dr. Kurt Thompson and his biggest tagline is, at least for me, what I have picked up from him is that this breakthrough that we want in life, getting to where we want to go, moving forward in life, connecting deeper with God, with yourself, with other people, requires that we specifically pay attention to what we're paying attention to. And today, what I want to do on this episode is talk about this idea of influence. So, if you're familiar with social media, you might know that some people, some really cool people have risen to the the ranks of getting a little blue check mark by their name. Did you know this? Probably half of you are like, "Ah, this is exactly why I'm not on social media because I don't want to play these games, but here we are." So, this little blue check mark is this symbol that this person has arrived in this vast connected landscape of social media. And it means that they are what we call this day and age, an influencer. They have some kind of notable account that lots of people are following and they get this coveted symbol and it means they are well known and they are a highly searched for person or brand. And so this idea of influencer is someone, I got this from influencermarketinghub.com, if you really want to know where I get my information. And it says that an influencer is someone who has the power to affect the purchasing decisions of others because of his or her authority, knowledge, position, or relationship with his or her audience. So really, it's someone that we all gravitate towards and it's so fascinating to me because having been a mom I am a mom and and raising four kids it's so fascinating to to watch from the motherhood perspective of seeing who are sort of the 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 outward influencers of any group of people. And with each of my kids, I can think about their specific class, like their their class of kids, and who are the boys or girls that begin to stand out as as leaders, as people that that the kids want to follow. I love it because my my third son who just graduated from high school, he actually is a leader even more and an influencer more than he understands. And I remember in fifth grade, they had a substitute teacher in his classroom. And of course, when the subs come, I mean, the kids are bananas, right? They just go crazy. And so he, at one point during the day, said to all of his friends in fifth grade, listen, if you guys can settle down and line up quietly so we can go to PE, I will bring you all donuts in the morning. So he came back home from school that day and he's like, mom, we have to go to the grocery store because I have to bring donuts to my class. I was like, what in the world? So even at young ages, kids can be influencers. They can influence their peers for good or for bad, just like all of us can, right? And it's so fascinating, these influencers on social media, because they, they affect our buying decisions. I don't know about you, but if you're on Instagram or Facebook, if you say something or you click on something... It's it's crazy because then all of a sudden you get on your feed. So for me, being a woman of a quote certain age, I get lots of ads from you know Halle Berry and Elle McPherson and Gwyneth Paltrow, all about their beauty products and how 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 their supplements and their skincare can be for me. And I'm not gonna lie, I have I have bought some things. So Instagram is they're smart. And they know that I am susceptible to looking at a supermodel and being like, wow, if you look that good, maybe I can look that good, which is hilarious because they've kind of always looked that good, but whatever. So today we're going to talk about influence and what has influence over you. I love this quote by Maya Angelou. She says, you are the sum total of everything. Okay. Let me repeat everything you've ever seen, heard, eaten smelled, been told, forgot, it's all there. Everything influences each of us. And because of that, I try to make sure that my experiences are positive. Isn't that crazy? You are the sum total of every single solitary moment, everything you've ever seen, heard, eaten, smelled, been told, forgot, all of it. As you are sitting here, standing here, if you're walking, whatever you're doing right now, you are exhibiting and embodying the sum total of every experience in your life. So if you think about it, it might be worth paying attention to what you are absorbing into your mind, absorbing into your body. I mean, I am a girl who has had to use a lot of sunscreen over the years. I was a lifeguard when I was in high school and it was a little difficult in the 80s and 90s because all of my friends had these gorgeous golden tans. They had all this dark skin, not me. I come from this like Welsh heritage, and I can get burned if I just walk out into the sun for like thir- you know 30 seconds. So I'd be teaching swimming lessons with a T-shirt on and tons of sunscreen. And I mean, I didn't know back then that sunscreens could have toxins in them. So who knows what I did to my body? But my skin absorbs absorbs all of that stuff. And now. They're telling us, oh my goodness, don't buy this sunscreen because it has toxins or it has allergens. Buy this sunscreen because your skin is going to absorb anything you put on it. So our brains and our spirits are the exact same way. Whatever we look at, whatever we're listening to, we will absorb it. Now, this is not some like doomsday scenario where I'm like, oh my gosh, hide in a bubble. Don't listen to anything of the world. No, God tells us in his word, we are to be in the world, but not of the world. So as Christians, as kingdom people, we're not to hide ourselves so that we don't absorb anything. So we're living in some sort of like Christian bunker. No, we want to be able to walk out into the world, to connect with people, to love people, to to live and move and have our being in this world, but not of it. So we need to be paying very close attention to what is influencing us, especially as technology increases and We can be reached any time of day or night, right? I mean, I don't know about you, but man, I'm not super sad when I get into a place that does not have cell phone coverage because I'm like, oh my gosh, I cannot be reached. I'm thankful for dead pockets sometimes, right? But no matter how you think about it, I think we can agree that there's no lack of information. So information is coming at us at all hours of the day or night, especially if we have our phones turned on. And whether you realize it or not, there are going to be some external influences that have powerful effect on your brain. So how do we navigate this? How do you navigate this? Again, I'm going to go back to this, pay attention to what you're paying attention to. There's this quote by Brian Tracy that says, you must be selective about your external influences. Your multidimensional brain is influenced by everything you hear see, read, smell, touch, feel, or say. So Brian Tracy and Maya Angelou are basically saying the exact same thing. You are influenced by everything, period, all caps, however you want to say that. So I don't want to be some kind of doomsdayer here and get you all worried like, great, thanks, I'm a, a convergence of all the things that are coming at me. So what am I supposed to do? I am powerless over this. No, I don't think you're powerless over this. You do have power in this situation, but it's going to require that you dial it in and pay attention to what's going on and make a distinct effort to evaluate who you're listening to, what you are listening to. Otherwise, you're going to be liable to get swept up in the wave of the world and you're going to find yourself lost and treading water out in some deep ocean and you're like, how did I get here? So this is what I want to do today. I want to, I want to walk you through a very brief exercise and I want you to think about the external influences in your life at the moment. So who or what would you list in the top five influences? Are there individuals like families, friends, news sources, media outlets, pastors, podcasters, yours truly? (laughs) Who are you listening to? So if you are imagining in your mind or if you're sitting here with a journal as you're listening, I want you to number in your mind or on this piece of paper, one, two, three, four, and five. So think about who are the top five influences in your life. And if you're unsure, why don't you just take your phone, jump into the settings and check out your screen time because it's going to show you. If you're confused about who or what you're listening to, your phone is at a great alarm. System because it's going to be like, actually, you spent 95 hours on Instagram and like two minutes in the Bible app. So, I mean, not that I know, for example, but who are you listening to? So, number one, who's the top influence in your life? Is it a person? Lots of times, the top influence in your life is the person that you think about. If you were in a crisis situation, you had something to think through, who would you call? Who jumps to the top of your list as someone that you would want to talk to and pay attention to because you think that they give you good advice or they're going to commiserate with you or whatever that is. You know, secondly, thirdly, fourthly, who or what are the people that you are listening to? Is there a news media outlet that every time you jump in the car, you're turning on a certain podcast? or Every time you turn on the TV, are you looking for a certain news station? I don't know what that is for you, but all of us have influences over our lives who are the top five? And now after you've evaluated who these top five influences are for you, I want you to dig a little deeper and evaluate the health value of those influences. So for example, read back over your list and write a number between one and five next to each name or each influencing source. So for example, if... My be, if my best friend is someone that I'm going to call when I am in a pickle, I would think, okay, does my best friend, does she lead me towards truth? Does she lead me towards kingdom perspective, towards Jesus? Or do I actually think that she is not a super healthy source for me cuz she she'll commiserate with me, she'll start gossiping with me. She will kind of drag me down into worldly thinking. So, when you think about your top 5 influences, next to each name or each source, I want you to write 1. 1 means if it's 1 to 5. So, 1 would mean like, ooh, okay. If I'm really honest, this is not a healthy source for me. This news outlet or this person or this group of people actually brings about anxiety and stress and misinformation and gossip, and they don't bring about a healthy fruits, okay? Five, swinging up to five, five would mean this person or this source is solid, wise, good. They help me grow and learn in healthy ways, and anywhere in between. So after you've thought about your top five influences and you've evaluated if that specific influence or influencer is one, very toxic, unhealthy, swinging up to five, very solid, wise, and healthy, then you can begin to pay attention to what you're paying attention to. Now, this is not meant to shame anybody. I'm not having you go through this so that you can be like, oh gosh, man, this is a problem. No. If you are convicted and if you start to realize, hey, some of the influences in my life are really healthy and wise, godly influences, great. But if you're honest and you start to go, oh man, this person, this group of people, this particular place is not that healthy for me, maybe God is inviting you to consider How would you shift out of that place? And if you do have someone in your life that you think is not a very wise or healthy influence, what would it look like for you to begin to draw those healthy boundaries? Now, again, as kingdom people, we love people, we respect people. We don't need to just like drop the hammer necessarily and cut them out of our life completely. We just have to be aware of how we begin to put up some kind of boundary so that, listen, that person's going to be that person. and, and until, until God calls them into their own journey of health and growth, they're going to do what they're going to do. The question is, are you going to allow what they are doing, what they are saying to absorb? Are you going to absorb it into your heart and mind and soul? That is that is the experience. That is the evaluative experience that we're having today. To be aware, to have your eyes open up to see what's influencing us. And as a parent of teenagers and young adults, man, we have gone rounds and rounds about what my kids are listening to, especially in music. I don't know if if you other parents out there have the same situation as I do, but I feel like the the TikTok world, the music world, like it is so hard to monitor what your kids are being influenced by. And here is just a free plug, but I would wait as long as possible to get your kid. If you if you're a parent of littles or like elementary age kids, like wait as long as possible before you allow them into that world, that online world of smartphones, YouTube, all that stuff, because it it's so tricky what they're influenced by. And I don't want you to be fearful of this. Like I, this is, again, this is a whole nother episode and a conversation we could have for hours. But how do we as parents begin to raise kids who are discerning, who are paying attention to what they are paying attention to? Like the, this, the layers of this does not end. And so I don't want to overwhelm you today. I just want to inspire you to be aware and ask you a question when you listed the top 5 influences in your life did god appear in your top 5 did you write the word jesus in your top 5 again this is not to shame you or bring guilt in any way shape or form but if you feel your heart race a little bit because you're like oh man i did not even consider that god would be in the top 5 it's okay Condemnation is not my intention here. This is just an exercise that's meant to allow you to take a little snapshot of your life right now in this season and ask yourself if what you're currently living and what you actually want are in agreement. So when you look at your actual life, when you consider the influential sources that are over you, that your mind, body, and spirit are absorbing, are those in line with what you actually want, with where you say you want to go. So if they are, that's fantastic. And if they aren't, that's okay. Maybe God is inviting you to make some more time to have to to create an intentional shift of moving towards him instead of away from him. So, notice what distracts you or hinders you. Notice what influences are competing for your attention. What competes for your attention that is outside of God? What competes for your affection and attachment to Jesus? This journey, this spiritual formation journey, this growth trajectory is an opportunity for you to let go of burdens and fears And it's a place where you can rest and really be comforted and embraced by God's loving presence. So how do you know who influences you? Pay attention. If you just listened to this episode and you were like, oh gosh, I don't even know. (laughs) I don't even know my top five influences. That's fine. After this episode is over, why don't you take the next week, the next seven days, and maybe keep a little journal, keep a little notepad by your bed or in your car, and begin to log the amount of time that you spend listening to something, whether it's music, podcasts, you name it. And if that's in line with your core values and the place you want to go, the direction in which you want to go, fantastic. You're in line. You're aligned with what you say you want. But if it is not in alignment with the kind of person that you want to be, if it is not in alignment with where you would like to go as a human being, as a son or daughter of God, then ask the Lord to come in and begin to shift those things. How would he begin to rearrange your time, rearrange what you're listening to, who you're listening to, how much time you're giving certain things? For me personally, I really try to take the mornings and spend time with the Lord. Do I do that all the time? No, I do not. When I have a house full of people that I'm hosting, I am liable to kind of let that one go. And I don't get up early enough to spend really quality time with Jesus. And I'm bummed about it, you know? But I also am like, all right, Lord, you know my intention. I'm taking care of people. If you're a mom of little kids and they wake up before you can... (laughs) before the sun is even out. It's okay. Don't shame yourself and think, oh my gosh, I'm not having this 30 minutes of quiet time with the Lord in the morning. Therefore, I'm in a troubled spot. No. Ask God to help you be creative with how you can fit reading the Bible, how you can fit journaling and prayer time and worship time or meditation time into your day. Is that in five-minute chunks at different times of the day? Is it in a large portion of your morning? Is it a day a week in which you have Sabbath and you just shut everything down? That's one thing that the Lord convicted me of in recent years is on Sundays, I really do try to shut everything down. I, I, my intention is to not go on social media, to not do any kind of work, because I know that social media has a huge influence over me. And as a coach, speaker, author, like this is just part of my world. I need to be on social media and, and being on Facebook and Instagram and all the things. But I know that the flip side of that, the, the the underbelly of that coin is that I can be easily swept into the wave of scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. And of course, you, I already told you, Instagram's got my number. So I scroll down and all of a sudden there's Bobby Brown selling me her makeup and Elle McPherson selling me her new product. And I, I have been known to click on those things, watch those videos before I'm like shaking my head. I'm like, what am I doing? I've just spent like 15 minutes doing this thing. And I have not been focused on where I really want to go and what God really is inviting me into. So today I want you to just pay attention to what you're paying attention to. Consider what or who influences you? And are you being influenced by God? Are you being influenced by Jesus Christ? I want to end with this verse from 2 Corinthians 11 out of the voice translation that says in verse three, he says, but now I'm afraid that as that serpent tricked Eve with his wiles, so, your hearts and minds will be tricked, and you will stray from the single minded love and pure devotion to Him. So, then if someone comes along and presents you with a Jesus different from the one we told you about, or if you receive a spirit different from the one gifted through our Lord Jesus, or if you hear a gospel different from the one you heard through us, then you're ready to go with it. Even this is this conundrum has been a problem since the dawn of time, since the Garden of Eden. God was influencing Adam and Eve and saying, all of this is yours. And then the serpent came in and tricked them, tricked her. And she made a choice to stray from the single-minded love and pure devotion to God. And she decided to eat the apple. And we know the rest of the story. So what does that look like for you? Are you influenced? By Jesus Christ? Or are you beginning to believe in a different type of Jesus, a different type of God than the one that you have received through the Gospels? If you are cloudy or your mind is muddy in this area, then maybe it's a chance for you to just shut some things down, open the Bible, and begin to read through the Gospels again. Who is Jesus? Who is Jesus? This God, man, that God sent down not to condemn the world, not to condemn you, but to bring you closer to him, to reconcile you to him. So if you're in a moment where you're thinking, man, I am under the influence of a lot of people and a lot of messages that honestly do not align with my core values, then this is just coming into you as a loving, grace-filled opportunity to say, you know what? I'm done with that right now. I'm going to shut some things down and I'm going to begin to open up my mind and open up my spirit to receive from Jesus Christ. He loves you. He wants to connect with you. He, he wants to speak to you. And if you have this longing to hear from the Lord and yet you are thinking, I don't honestly know if the thoughts that are coming into my mind are my own or if they're God's. You're in the right place. I struggle with this all the time. And so I created a bookmark that I would love to send you that you can print off. You can put it in your Bible, put it in your journal, and it's got five questions that you can ask yourself as you are thinking, praying, meditating, journaling, and it's taken directly from scripture. Five questions inspired directly from scripture that will help connect you with the voice and character of God so that you can know if what you are hearing in the spiritual realm, in the earthly realm, is sounds like God's voice is in line with his character or if it isn't. So you can go to hearinggodbookmark.com. That's hearinggodbookmark.com. Throw your first name and email address in there and I will send it to you. And I would love to know how this helps you, what you think. And of course, I am, I have been so encouraged by people that have sent me notes and messages about the new book, Untangled Faith, and the companion journal that goes along with it, because this is just helping me unpack, helping me get clear and and sort of lift above the spiritual mud so that I can see clearly, God, what are you saying to me? Where are you inviting me? Where is he inviting you right now? What kind of intentional work do you want to do right now to be walking into the next season with Him? So I love you guys. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. Go grab that bookmark, hearinggodbookmark.com. And if you are looking for a summer study, a book club, a summer kind of Bible study kind of experience, consider going through Untangled Faith book and journal with your people. And As a bonus, I would love to come in and do a free Zoom call. I would just love to pop in. If you are reading this book and going through this journal with a friend, a group of people, a Bible study, a book club, something like that, would you message me? Let me know that you are reading this with someone else. And I would love to schedule a call in which I could hop on. I could meet you. You could ask me questions about the process. And we could just connect over this amazing work of hearing the Lord and really following him together. So, all right, I love you guys. Have a great day and I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening. If this episode challenged or inspired you, I would be honored if you would rate it and leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts so others can hang out with us too. If you'd like to connect at a deeper level, you can find me on Instagram at Megan underscore Nilsen, or head to my website, meganbnilsen.com and schedule a free curiosity and connection call. Let's keep the conversation going.